following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. The Nostalgia Funhouse proudly dedicates all episodes in the loving memory of Connie Chirac. So, Johnny, I've, I've been hearing really great things about this Nostalgia Funhouse. It just brings back so many great memories. Andrew, uh, another reason I'm maybe in line with you here is that you really vouched for this show. So, I'm just going to believe you that this is the show that you know I've been wanting, which is just talking about all the fun stuff from our yesteryear and the years before uh, and i really hate anything meta so i'm glad that what we're doing right now is not that oh no definitely what is meta is, isn't that ron artessa's new name <laughs> well add world of peace to it sure <laughs> yeah but this is this is great they like last year they were like tearing play sets and halloween costumes and well they, that sounds cool they get like this weird court recordings from like pop culture courts does anybody care about court cases these ones are kind of cool. They put Scott Kelvin on trial for Santa Claus there. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, you're. That sounds interesting. Yeah, man. You know what's the best part about this is though? Because I hear they always got a really great sponsor. You can check it out right there. It's coming the day when all you want to do is put on a creepy costume and scream your head off. <laughs> You've got to watch Halloween screams. <laughs> all your coolest friends will be there as Fox Kids. Shots Keep an eye out for Halloween screams Friday on Fox Kids. <laughs> oh, hello out there. It is I, Count Dracula, and I'm proud to present the Nostalgia Fun House. Wow, thanks, Dracula. Uh, that's a great introduction i'm johnny he's andrew this is uh, this is the nostalgia funhouse and andrew it is almost that time of year where the ghosts and the ghouls and the vampires come out to play but the werewolves and the mummies stay away no they're there too hiding in the dark so i do gotta say this is the first time I'm working kind of retail during Halloween. And if I got to listen to one more animatronic go off at work and I work at oh, night yeah. and I'm not down an aisle by myself and I got to listen to that one more time. Yeah. Especially like the swing place, on one, especially where you work at. They probably have quite a number of those, don't they? Oh yes. Yeah. I'm just glad I don't work during like the day. Like when kids can just randomly step on. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know it's annoying, but also I'm that guy. If I see stuff down an aisle that you can push yeah. a button on, I'm I'm pushing the button. I, I'm just saying. I they already got rid of headphones at work, so right now it's just like the ambient music. Well, not so much ambient music, but whatever the music is playing. How are you supposed to listen to the panel discussion? I gotta listen to it in sections, or what I'm. Editing. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So I, because like you. We do have a choice where I could listen to it like on my phone through the speaker, but I kind of want to keep my job for a little bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to go into HR. I don't know what you're talking about. It's a <laughs> wholesome show. Oh, very uh, wholesome. But for this episode of Nostalgia Funhouse, in order for us to get ready for the Halloween, 
the God. season of Hall- this new season of Halloween. Uh, we're looking back at a tried and true uh, time for us as kids, and that is, of course, Fox Kids Halloween. Yeah, this was. I actually, this is a very big part of like my childhood where I was like geared up for this. I remember they would do like a whole week sometimes too, where yeah, it was yeah, they would Halloween. Like you'd even come home afternoon, like when you get home from school, they would be like Halloween themed episodes. It was like the best. And that was like the first thing I thought of. And then I looked it up and then I saw this on YouTube and I was like, Johnny, we're, we're just, we're doing this. We're going to do this. And of course, Johnny was like, I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. I have all kinds of notes. So this is from, and uh, Andrew, I want to, I'm going to assume you're going to post this link uh, on our Facebook page. Oh, yes. Yes, I'm going to post it. But somebody put on YouTube, it's four hours of Fox Kids Halloween from the 90s, including commercials. But it's like a mismatch of the years as well. It's not just like they didn't just pick one year. Uh, And from different areas of the country (laughs) as well. That's kind of the cool part because... And the great thing, even though I'm not a huge fan of like the internet and Facebook, but there are certain benefits of coming to it, of learning different things. Like I remember they talk a lot about the Fox Kids Kids Club. Yep. I remember thinking only we had a Fox Kids Kids Club or something like that around here, but then you see it everywhere. And then, yeah, it's just, I think that's probably the beauty part of this is learning that the way that different parts of the country were like Johnny is still amazed that in New York, you have to pay a five cents deposit on, <laughs> on any pop slash soda. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> water now too, water bottles. Now and, I'm going to get this before we get started on this. Yes. All throughout this. And I don't know why I'd forgotten about this. Cause they, this happened a lot, especially on Fox. If any of their shows became a hit, any of their cartoons, they would almost always have a contest involving that yes. cartoon or I, show. I, where I, one of the prizes that you'd want to win as a kid is like every toy from uh, the from Batman, for example, was one of the prizes. I got the, then the Power Rangers go shopping with the Power Rangers. Yes, go shopping with the Power Rangers. I uh, I think you could either win a shopping spree at the Power Rangers or like a box of. Power yeah, like the the or there was a big battle Beetleborgs one too. Yeah, uh, we'll oh, get to you that could show. go trick or treating with I think the big bad Beetleborgs and Flapper. Yes, because that's what I wanted to do. Now, as a kid, I always heard other kids say nobody ever wins these. Right, Andrew, you're looking at the guy who won, won a Sonic the Hedgehog. No way. Yep. For my area, I won a Sonic the Hedgehog prize pack. <laughs> you were so lucky. That's the only thing I've ever won. So I don't know about that. Because I had to go to Charlotte to get it. On top of that, so I had to, I think. Oh, you... I think my grandparents took me because my parents were working. Say, about... say, your parents were probably like, because your parents both worked. So they're probably like, ah, I don't want to go to Charlotte. Because <laughs> yes. I don't know how far Charlotte is. But from what if you you're a parent. Here, it's, it's like it's like an hour away. Okay, but you know, uh, the, also the thing is, you know, as a parent, I guarantee you, they're almost like just let him enter this contest. He's not going to win this stupid thing. 
I because I entered one in the Power Rangers one where you could go to like I think it was California, like in the early years of the Power Rangers. And I just entered it and I got nothing. But it's yeah. good to know that you got a Sonic the Hedgehog. Is a it had all kinds of Sonic the Hedgehog uh, stuff in its box. I won that and when I was in my late twenties for a local radio show, I you had to like uh they put up a, on their Facebook page, they put up some picture and you had to write a funny caption and the funniest caption would win. I don't even remember what my caption was, but I won. And it was like, it's supposed to be like, it's a secret surprise. You don't know what you win. I drove all the way to Charlotte to pick up my copy of an Avril Lavigne CD. <laughs> Not worth it. <laughs> no. Not even with the gas prices back then. <laughs> Compared to what that CD costs now. And then what do you even cost back then? It still doesn't. It's still not doesn't. not worth it. Not worth it at all. The coolest part was I actually got to look around the radio station. <laughs> I'm trying to think, what did I? Okay, so I didn't win it, but my dad gave it to me. Our former in Niagara Falls, the former local because it's closed down now. Uh, comic book store, House of Fantasies. My friend, my or my dad was friends with the owner, and he had it. AM radio show. So this is basically like podcasting before podcasting. And he would ask a trivia question. You call in and my dad got it. And I won this plastic glow in the dark green lantern ring. That is cool. <laughs> which I wore. And the only other big thing that I won is I won a PS4 from Taco Bell. But see, that's a, see that to me is winning. <laughs> I had to be the adult in the situation. And I sold it to my brother-in-law to help fund Christmas. So I did. That's just that's just being nice, honestly. I don't know if I, I could have done the same thing. That's I, a PS4. <laughs> yeah, I was a little like, Ugh. so it was pretty much. It came the day before. It came the day before it even came out into stores. Yeah, and he even got home and he was like, "Dude, I can't even play anything online." He's like, "There's not even any servers up." And I'm like. Well, okay, there's kind of a bonus of selling it, but I got one later on, and I'm kind of glad I waited because I don't even entirely touch my PS4 anymore. No, well, you can send it to me for free one day if you want to. <laughs> uh, all right, so, uh, uh, we're, so what they did was uh, they they all these are Halloween-themed shows, right? Like episodes, <laughs> they're morning cartoons. Uh, and it started off with Bobby's World, which is always great. Uh, I thought, okay, so basically rundown of this episode, Bobby didn't want to be like a pumpkin. He wanted to be his hero, Captain Squash, like we all want to be. Yeah, everybody wants to be Captain Squash. Yeah. The, the, uh, gist of it, the gist of it is he's not yet old enough to go trick-or-treating like he wants to, but his uncle shows up, and he's the fun uncle, of course. Uncle Todd, man. Yeah. And they make their own haunted house, and it becomes a major hit. And they donate the money to charity. Yeah, they, they do. get charity yeah. and candy, and they donate the money to charity. And I think they made like four hundred dollars. But it was, a, it was a, yeah, it was a that was more than four hundred dollars. Like it was the whole, the steps were covered in cash. <laughs> yes. And some of my little highlights during this was I like the kids with no costumes and they were like, we don't have costumes because there's always, it seems to me there's always some type of kids that just yeah don't have costumes. A lot of older kids. 
So that's where I get a little suspect. If you're a younger kid in Okasha. Or sus. We, we, we got to keep up with oh, the times. Sus. Yeah. yeah. Sus. Sorry. I didn't know we were playing Among Us. Uh, <laughs> which was a pretty cool game until, once again, people were like, I'm going to ruin this completely. Yeah, until people were doing people stuff. Yeah, they became yeah. people. Uh, yeah. Uh, real quick, I want to point out. I don't know why I always forget this because we literally just watched Bobby's World not that long ago for this show. I've forgotten just how annoying that sister's voice is. <laughs> yes. Too I can't much, take it. Too much Valley Girl. And yeah. I still like the mom with the don't you know. I don't think, you know now. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was great. Some of the commercials that caught me is what happened to video game commercials? How come we don't get these anymore? I know. Sega commercial man. is just amazing. Can I get a Sega yeah. commercial? Yeah, uh, I want to point this out too. Uh, apparently, in the nineties, Lucky Charms had an anniversary year. They, they wanted to they wanted to celebrate this. So, how do you celebrate a major milestone for Lucky Charms? You would think you would have like a special Give marshmallow, some Lucky Charms. But no, what you do instead is, in especially marked boxes of Lucky Charms, you toss in what had to be a delicious. Uh, microwavable cake. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guarantee that was the tastiest cake. How of did all you time. feel about the chicken nugget commercial with the chicken nugget people? Love the chicken nugget people. I also love the chicken nugget people. Uh, how, how did, did you feel? feel? I don't know. I would. I love chicken nuggets, but it made me think twice about eating one. Watching this all the way through. I'm just going to kind of give you a spoil take anything that had to do with video games and cereal, because I don't feel you see that enough. I pretty much almost made a note of like the Applejack commercial with the classic. It doesn't why they call it Applejacks. If it doesn't even taste like apples. I was about to bring up that this Applejacks commercial is just a million times nineties, because this is during that time where any kid, thought they were the greatest smart aleck of all time with their comebacks by just saying one single word. Duh. duh. <laughs> I do. I do as duh. Yeah. I miss duh. Uh, I do miss duh as well. I miss duh. And I miss, I don't know if this ever caught on, but I remember it just caught on into our area is if you didn't like something or somebody wasn't doing good, it was just straight booty. <laughs> yeah like that uh, microwavable birthday cake yeah, it, was it was probably straight booty it was straight booty now uh me and you both we do enjoy bobby's world yeah and this is a very fun episode of bobby's I, world i enjoyed this one i gave it i gave it an a i thought it was cool um i like the fact that he wasn't keeping the money he was going to charity he kept like the candy though Yes. Well, you got to keep the candy. I like the fact that Uncle Ted was, as the kids say, putting some riz on that single mom that came in. Yes. <laughs> he most certainly was. He was. Yeah, this is a very, very fun episode. Uh, I gave this a B. I really oh. enjoyed this. Uh, it's, I think it's just the whole Bobby's World thing that just never, ever really clicked for me. I don't know why. I, it's still a very fun show. Uh, also, these are. Every one of these episodes are going to be heightened for me just because they're Halloween themed, and I just love that in a vacuum in the first place. I re- uh, yeah, it's an A. I just had to give it an A. So next up, we have Go Go Power Rangers, which uh, they had to face a rapping pumpkin. 
The Pumpkin Rapper is a rapper that I'm pretty sure I would buy that album. <laughs> this uh, very his rapping, his rapping was way better than the Power Rangers. Oh rapping. my goodness, when the Power Rangers are rapping, that that was, was, as the kids say, pure cringe. <laughs> yes, that was horrible. And the other crazy thing is, uh, so Kimberly is on an episode of a game show called Trick or Treat that just seems like it's Halloween themed constantly, where you have to trick the game the host. host with a question, which sounds absolutely ridiculous. Because her first thing she asked him is, do you know the identity of the Power Rangers? And he this is, said anything. Am, yeah. am I wrong on this? Like, he could have been like, it's this person, this person, this person. What, what is she going to say? No, you're wrong? Thank you. That's where I was like, this is, as a kid, though, I would just. Be- also, if you just think about this, just the premise of this show is terrible. Yes. Like, you're just opening this up for all kinds of questions that there's no way you're going to know the answer to. But of course, she's not just in this alone. Who's her opponent in this? It Andrew. is Skull. That's right. Of course it's Skull. <laughs> but the winner wins a car. So that's really important here. Yeah. Not, yeah. not just any car. It's a red Mustang convertible. Andrew, yeah. your boy Johnny, uh, one of his first, it was, which car was this? My second or third car. I can't remember. I too had a 90, uh, a mid 90s red. Mustang it wasn't a convertible, but it was a GT, oh. and I love that thing. So you're pretty close to what Skull yeah. wins because he wins it by default because Kimberly's got to go. She's yeah. she's got to go. She's got to go face this pumpkin wrapper. So she pretends to faint, which is absolutely horrible. And once again, the Power Rangers stick <laughs> of Billy says like the scientific term for something, and Trini translates it into layman's terms yeah but not only did kimberly have to leave tommy the green ranger had to leave leave too he so he did not get a chance to even i don't even know if he got a chance to compete in his comedy he didn't he was it was his turn when he got called of course now here's a couple of my life lesson you when you're a power ranger you have to make sacrifices yes so here's a couple with great power comes of course great responsibility here's a couple more of my notes um uh, that go green ranger go song give me that in my veins a hundred times that song go rules. green ranger go freaking loved it i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna get around that song was fantastic can i put that on my spotify playlist i think i'm gonna find try and find that and i'm gonna play it out route out loud at work as i'm yes. just walking around whenever somebody tells me to go I'm like hey i need you to uh Need you to do this. I'm just gonna put "Go Green Ranger" go on it. Now I don't know why I never put this together, and it's probably because uh, I was watching Power Rangers before this other thing. But the Green Ranger looks just like Matt Hardy. <laughs> don't even. Uh, also, I did hear other... a funny Matt Hardy joke while listening to an old episode of the Ten Bell Pod, where they talk about Mabel. When he yeah. became King, once again, wrestling reference as we cross over from one episode, one show to another. Uh, talking about Matt Hardy was one of the like bearers that had to like carry out King Mabel. Yeah. And Jake Manning was like, I, and I was thinking it and he said it. He was like, I wonder if that's when Matt Hardy's back problems began. 
It could have been. Yes. That certainly didn't help. Uh, here's a couple of other of my notes real quick. Uh, give me those Gargoyle uh, BK Kids Club toys. Right yes. now, just give, give them all to me. I had one or two of those. I love hey. those things. I love that show. <laughs> Thank you for the panel discussion for absolutely ruining that Burger King Kids <laughs> Club commercial for me. Uh, I'm Team Wills all the way. Uh, and, of course, the, the Power Rangers save the day. We actually don't get you know, the actual uh zords this time though they never actually go there and that is why i gave it a b plus because if i don't get no zords you don't get an a let me ask you this on a game show in which it's just trying to ask a question that the host doesn't know yeah how do you (laughs) how do you cheat that like that is the thing like so skull wins the prize he wins the car but it's taken away from them because they were discovered to be cheating i present to you how do you cheat um th- when that's the premise of the show well that was like in the beginning they were like we can cheat you know, gonna- yeah but the cheat really is just like bulk is in the crowd and he's trying to mouth along to get skull to say what he wants him to say that's that's all it is like just let him have a stupid car who cares and then uh, why I- did the head of standards and practices come and get the car wouldn't yeah. it be like some repo guy or and speaking of head uh, when the well, I shouldn't have started that since El Snow, <laughs> we'll go just go El Snow. When uh, the Power Rangers show up to the pumpkin patch and they see those pumpkins, and the pumpkins jump on top of their heads and won't get off, a la uh, Mr. Bean and a turkey. Yeah, uh, they're like, Oh, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. How do they breathe in their helmets in the first place? I hate to tell you this, those mouths on those helmets are just there for show. <laughs> I got to say, because we talked about this before, because I watched Zoo Rangers, which is the source material for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah. Uh, as a kid, Power Rangers is way more appropriate, a lot less uh, swearing, because um, yeah. yes. nothing was better than watching Zoo Rangers and watching the Green Ranger hop into the Megazord and tell the Power Rangers to go to hell. That was pretty <laughs> awesome. Oh, he Han Soloed them. Yeah. Yes. Uh <laughs> But yeah, it was very, it was it was kind of weird to watch it. And my- but I, I will also say though, Andrew, that for a kids show, the fight, uh, the fight scenes, the I mean, it still is definitely goofy, but the choreography of the fights was really good for yeah. a kids show. Um, uh, my- I gave I gave this an A myself. I like this quite a lot. Yeah, B plus because Noah's Zord. Uh, I think the the gun thing is a cop out. I used to like it, but no, it's a cop out. Uh, commercial is I love the GI Joe Mortal Kombat commercial. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's great stuff. So right. next show, Andrew is Eek the Cat, Eek which the cat. I do believe was one of our hidden gems on our Saturday morning. It was, episode. yeah, yeah. Uh, again, uh, the these kids have annoying voices. So just get oh, that out there. The bickering guy. <laughs> but I think I think they're supposed to be though, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a very different thing. And watching this, I forgot about a couple of episodes like uh, or shows in Clutter, which is just a pile of clothes that came to life. And then the Thunder Lizards. I forgot. Yeah, I remember the Thunder well. Lizards, yeah. Uh, but Eek the Cat is very interesting. He ends up becoming the third person for the kid's costume as the head. Yeah, but this one, this one, it's all over, I've thought. Like, it wasn't. And this one doesn't even get good until he meets the ghost. Yeah, and then that's when that's when the show actually becomes fun to me. 
And then the witch thing. The witch was for a children's show. Very attractive. I know where you're going with this. Yeah. I was like, man. That's why they had to turn her into a rat at the end. So that way we're like, okay, I'm over yeah. that. Then. <laughs> and uh, the Rastafarian cat. <laughs> that's one of my notes. My note is, why is this cat Jamaican? <laughs> I don't know. Kofi Kingston? <laughs> uh, also, another one of my notes. Isn't that there's a, a lot. thing, though, there's in a, the 90s? Yeah. Yeah. This is a this is a kid's show in the 90s that has a lawyer joke. Yes. Well, you got to have one. Yeah. I would, uh, the heart of a lawyer is one of the uh, the ingredients for this spell that this witch wants to cook and she's like we don't have that and that jamaican cat's like because they don't exist man <laughs> and all she's trying to do is make this potion to trap ghosts to make cosmetic supplies because she's wanting to and i learned this from the ninja turtles she's wanting to milk these ghosts <laughs> was it milky or was it like a grinder oh it might have been I don't know. I don't know. I don't have that app, so I'm not sure. Maybe she was Kurt from Good Burger, and you go into the <laughs> grinder. Uh, but yeah, that's what's my major note here is when Eek starts helping that ghost, that's when the show becomes good. Yeah. I think it's there, the classic Eek show. Yeah. Uh, I there, there's, a, there's a Mr. Rogers reference. Yes. I love that when he's going through the monsters. Yes. Uh, <laughs> one of the ones is Mr. Rogers. Uh, the other thing, too, I was going to ask you this. When they finally find that poor ghost uh, family and friends, uh, are they are those are those ghost shriners? <laughs> that's I think that's what they're implying of like because they can only come on Halloween night. Yeah, and so it's kind of like a shrine. And I could and I can do that any day of the week. And did you notice on the ghost his bottom was tied like a balloon? I did notice that. I couldn't stop noticing that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I yeah, think that uh, got me. Uh, before I give my grade, a couple of commercials. I love Quarterback Crunch cereal by Wheaties. That yes, cool commercial. I knew you would. This is I saw that. I said Andrew would love that. And the uh, Fox, I, any sports themed cereal by Wheaties, because there was a basketball one too. I want to say, uh, and then uh, Fox Kids Batman competition that we mentioned before. Yes, yeah. Uh, 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 another thing. Again, we're nitpicking cartoons. Trust me, I know that's that. because I we can. All throughout this, when he meets the ghost, the running gag is he can't shake their hands because they're ghosts, yes. and he tries. However, how do they get out of the uh, hourglass thing they're in? They grab Eek and use him and ram him against the thing, the oh glass. Like, how do they do that if they can't even shake hands with him? Yeah. My mind's exploding. Maybe they summon, like, because we're both kind of paranormal guys. Maybe yeah. they summon enough energy from around. I'm trying to go with a paranormal scientific reason. I love that. I'm all for it. Okay. Uh, all right. So what did you, what did you grade this? It's a B. I didn't think it was like all that wonderful. Great, but it's a B. I think it's hard to give Eek an A because from what I can remember, it's always kind of like the same, same kind of like shtick over and over. Yeah. Yeah. He's always got to do something for those kids. Yeah. Um, he's got to reach these kids. Uh, <laughs> I gave it a B minus. Uh, I thought the whole part with the kids was uh, I didn't care about that at all. I could honestly care less if that witch uh, kept those kids, did whatever she wanted to to them. Yeah. Uh, but the whole thing with the ghost, that was when it was fun. So that's the only reason for me it got a B, uh, even uh, close to a B. So B minus for me. Yeah, I get it. All right. 
Next is a show yeah. that I don't know why I forgot about this show, How but did I did you forget, forget about it. I don't know. As soon as I saw it, it all, right. all popped up for me. It all popped up for me. This is in that time where anybody got a cartoon. Louis Anderson, though, is such an a legend. Honestly, he's a legend. He's a legend. He's very, very underrated. From Coming to America, Family Feud, Life of Louis, which we're about to talk about, even all the way to his last show that he did with Zach Galifianakis. Oh, yeah. Uh, Baskets, I think it is. Yeah. yeah. That show's great. Yeah. Just great. I love the, I really like this episode of Life with Louie because he's mother. I like the candy policy that she kind of puts on, you know, no candy from the beginning of October till Halloween. Kind of cool. Not a problem. Um, but Louie gets a little, little sticky fingers and accidentally steals a piece of candy from the grocery store. I've, I, I think every kid kind of almost goes through a little bit of like, Thing I remember, like when I was four, my brother used me as a patsy to steal a pack of cards from a grocery store. And, <laughs> uh, believe me, my mother scared me straight. My daughter stole a pack of gum when she was like three, she was three or four, and we literally walked her back into the store and made her give it to the people. And then they were like, Oh, don't worry about it. no, no, don't do that. Tell her this, you know, we told her this is bad, yeah, but. That's kind of like what happens, and he the whole mission is to turn himself around and get this one piece of candy back to the store because even the store owner is like, I'm gonna audit all of this candy. Yeah, even though it's the, the store little owner was, tiny pieces of candy, like yeah, like a tootsie roll. If we got to put it into a yeah, it's not even it doesn't even look like good candy, right? No, that he steals he steals a small like a, piece of candy, bit of honey. And what you learn from this is not only should you not steal candy. But also, it's very hard to, even when you're trying to admit that you stole, people are going to think you're a hero anyway. Yeah, because he... Because there's thieves out there. scared straight program. (laughs) There's thieves out there who are out to steal every bit of candy they possibly can. Yes, and that's how they started their life of crime, was stealing candy. And even me, whose first name is Red, uh, (laughs) did this as well, but Louie... Louis, you know, stops them from robbing the grocery store. He's a hero. But the great thing about life with Louis is, is the dad is so disillusional. And I forgot how much I love the dad. But this is a great, I'm kind of missed this. This is a great TV mom. Louis. Yes. She's really like, she's great. And she under, she knows what he did. And she's the only one that's not really treating him like a big hero. Right, but she's not being cruel to him either. No, no. Right, she's being a really good mom as well. She's being. Yeah, I agree with you. The dad's very fun. He's he's running like a uh, a neighborhood watch type. Oh, that was thing. so great. Yeah, uh, I the the reason that this show works is obviously from the main man himself. Uh, that voice, even just his voice, is very uh, distinct. Mm-hmm. Right. But not in an annoying way, in my opinion. So uh, that definitely works for me. Overall, this is a very fun show that I can't believe I forgot about. Uh, but I don't know if I'd ever go back and search this I, show out on top of that. I I want to. I want to. This might be where we did for I, a little bit here. I did not hate this though. I still thought it was very. I good. gave it an A. I gave it an A plus. See, I I, I gave it a B. So I gave it uh, an A plus. Uh, the other the commercial that was great. Was Power Rangers for Super Nintendo, which if you go to the Nostalgia Funhouse 
YouTube channel, I actually beat it. It's in three different parts, but I actually beat it. Just yeah, uh, I had a Sega Genesis, so my Power Rangers was a fighting game, a much different straight booty, yo. No, actually, I still love it, but oh, it's, I know it. it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so next up is where on earth is oh, Carmen? It, that's where that's San Diego. Where yeah, I always thought it was the main. It's usually called Where in the World. That's the so Where in the World is Carmen San Diego was an actual. It was a computer game. game. And then they turn it into like a live action game show, which I watched the heck out of, honestly. Oh, PBS, man. Yeah, I love that game show. But they also turn it into an animated series and called it Where on Earth is Carmen Sandiego. Just of it is, these are just two, I guess they're, they're teenagers. Uh, yeah. It's a brother and sister, and they're detectives, and they're trying to capture uh, Carmen Sandiego. Much better brother and sister duo than What's in the Cat. Agreed. These, at least these are not annoying. Uh, but this is like the epitome of uh, something disguising itself that's actually uh, educational. <laughs> yeah. It's surprising because I put in there in my notes, never really a fan. And yeah, John probably watched this one way more than I did. This is kind of just background noise. <laughs> I did pay attention to this a little bit, but I do have a controversial. Uh, thought here, Andrew, but I you sounds like you might agree with me. Mm-hmm. Here's the question I propose to you Is Carmen San Diego a master criminal or is she just really creative about how she gets away? I think she's just really creative about how she gets away. Agreed. Because <laughs> if you're a real master criminal, you're not purposely leaving clues could, around. <laughs> could Batman track down Carmen San Diego <laughs> easily? Not even I gotta, I gotta tell you, I. I love my aunt. Uh, I got to say like my youngest aunt. Um, Cause out of nowhere, as I'm cooking dinner, she sends me the damnedest text messages. And that's why I kind of thought of the Batman thing. She goes, who's better Superman or Batman? And I, put Batman. Down, yeah. I put down Batman and she yeah. said, really? Why? And I said, because he has no superpowers, but yet he can pretty much defeat any super villain. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, it's always going to be Batman for me, too. Uh, I'm very curious what you graded this where on Earth is. Carmen I didn't really pay attention to it. I like I like the Carmen San Diego idea. I listened to a couple of trivia questions. I'm a big fan of trivia. Yeah, me and you so, both are. So I just kind of gave it a C. It's nothing. I didn't think it was anything great, but I didn't want to give it anything low because. like I, I, I watched this, paid attention to it. And I also gave it a C. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> even if you don't watch it, you, <laughs> yeah. you came it. to the same conclusion. So, uh, all right. Probably What's one the of next the, one? Oh, one of the greatest. I even wrote this down in my notes. One of the greatest intro songs of all time for Saturday mornings. Big bad Beetleborgs. I'm sorry. This is going to be your Doug. I'm just going to let you know that ahead of time. <laughs> oh my goodness. I. <laughs> I hated everything about this show. Okay. Well, let me get into it. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Great intro. Great intro. The show is stupid as hell. It's not called Power Rangers. Okay. The fact that's one of my notes. This is Power Rangers, but somehow you make it wished into comic book heroes and then all this in there. The one part that really okay, so there's I got two notes from this episode because most of it was just unwatchable because it was Kind of stupid shtick. 
Um, because the Frankenstein monster in the haunted house gets lost and they pretty much gotta look for him. The monsters part is the best part of the show. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, like flapper and stuff, but the yeah, that's the best part. Annoying. Yeah, yeah. Uh the grandmother owns the comic book shop, she's not bad. Uh, but great intro. Uh, what what got me was like the Balkan skull t- kids that are supposed to be like Balkan skull. Yeah. That in their costume they scare the kids and they're <laughs> with the Nixon with with the Richard Nixon man. <laughs> okay. And the <laughs> other part that was like, whoa, this show did not age well, was when they were bickering with each other, the two Balkan like skull kids. And one asked, are you mentally challenged? He did ask that. Yeah, that did catch me a little bit. I was like, wait a minute. I don't <laughs> think you can do that. So I mean, at least he didn't say the word, I guess. It props. Yeah. Him. It was kind of a monster squad like moment. Okay. Let me tell you this. Right, I'm glad you said that. This is how I describe this show. This is my note. I'm just going to read my note. This show is the mask meets monster squad meets power rangers but somehow yeah. still sucks <laughs> yes it's so it's so bad but great intro song like just that whole big bad with the jay leno ghost though but just the big bad it's jay leno if he was the mask is what the ghost is i'm just gonna sing over a little bit there but i'm listening because i'm jamming as you can see yeah it's not near as good bad. as go green ranger go i hate to tell you i disagree I no, will, it's I will near agree to disagree, dude. Big Ben. Nowhere near as good. I, by the time probably this show even came out, I was pretty much done with a lot of things. Like, yeah. Probably watching this, almost getting ready to work or going out somewhere. So let me let me let me ask you this: If it didn't have that theme song, oh, it's horrible. Okay, that's I, I still gave the episode like a C just based on the theme song and <laughs> Nick's and the Nixon mask because. No kid today will get the Nixon mask reference, and I don't. No kid then would get the Nixon mask. Yeah, I mean, I got it because my mother gets my mother is a big fan of the Kennedys, so of course anything on TV. I mean, you mean you get it because we're fans of comedy in general, comedy and stuff, and history. We're fans of history. history. Yeah, uh, I gave this a D (laughs) minus. I could see. One of my notes is, uh, and I'm. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> it's just all over the place. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think it tries, but it just fails. But the the theme song pushes it all the way through. That intro song just just hits. It's, it's easy to it's, it's easy to learn. Like I learned the lyrics pretty quick. I'll give you that. And the little rapping by Flapper. Three yeah. average ordinary kids. And it in a haunted mansion. I do miss, I mean, we've talked about this before. I do miss when a theme song would tell you everything you need to know I about the that. show. Yeah, I love that too. I love right. But next up is one of my favorite shows as a kid. Yes. I love these books. Ooh. I read the I read the heck out of these books. It's Goosebumps. Uh, so this is a great theme song, Andrew. It's a great theme song. And I thought, even though the acting. It's kids. This is why I can't deal with autocorrect. I don't know why it came up with this. In my notes, it's supposed to be acting is bad. It came yeah. up acting is based. <laughs> well, maybe that's our new bad. We could say, I think base could mean like uh, it's just there, flatline? right? Yeah, yeah flatline. Yeah. Okay, there you go. See, we made. But maybe I think it still works in a way. Yeah. Uh, I I kind of enjoyed it. I like the premises of this girl. She's getting once again getting bullied. That seems to be the thing. 
with the cool two kids, her and her friend. So she's got like a best buddy. Yeah. And uh, that's with her. And then there's two friends that moved away. Yeah. They come back and they're like, hey, do you want to get even with those kids? And they're like, yeah. And then I love it too when they're like, I think the, the, even the bullies were like, I think they're up to something. <laughs> <laughs> and so out of nowhere, they're going trick or treating. And I hate the space warrior thing where it's like, we're going to be dressed up as space warriors. Yeah. That yeah. really irritated me. Um, but they, these two pumpkin are creatures. Much, <laughs> yeah. Pumpkin. But before that, the parents of the girl, Drew, doesn't want her going out trick or treating, or the mother doesn't because four people disappeared. John. Yeah. People have went missing. Yeah. On. They don't know what happened to them. Do you know what happened to them? No. Well, I mean, I do now because I watch the show, but yeah. (laughs) But uh, yeah, uh, Andrew, I was also trying to think of this uh, as a kid watching this. This would really creep me out as a kid. (laughs) Creep me out. As an adult, I was like, this is Twilight Zone based in a way, if you think about it. Yeah. Because. Yeah. So these creatures take them to uh, an area to go trick or treating, but they can't stop. He's like, you have to trick or treat for the rest of your life. Yes. But finally, and that they keep on showing a close-up of the people. Like, wait a minute. I think I've seen them from the paper. And then yeah. all of a sudden, they're like, hey, I think one of the that former next-door neighbors were like, Shana. They're like, Shana, that's you underneath that pumpkin head and pulls it off. And it's like, no, you got to continue trick-or-treating. Yeah, because there's no head there. It's just uh, the pumpkin was the head yes. the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> or was so, it? Because this... Episode has like three or four twists. I, that's what I love. It's like so Twilight Zoney. I loved it too. Yes. And at first I was like, I don't want to watch this. This is going to be stupid. But then as I'm watching it, I'm like picking up on things and I'm like, oh, yeah. I get it now. Yes. This one started out slow, but it got really fun. So all of a sudden, they scare off the two bullies and then the kids appear and they're like, hey, that's because we're aliens. She's yeah. like, yeah. So the first the first twist is her two friends who showed up from out of town are actually aliens. So they're able to disguise themselves as these pumpkin creatures. That's mm-hmm. your first twist. All right. And then as these two aliens are leaving, like, hey, we'll come back later. You can tell like they've been friends with this girl for a while. They act very friendly. But then the other twist is, oh, those four people, we ate them. <laughs> Yes, because they eat people. Yeah. Come down on Halloween because people eat a lot of candy and they get plumped up. Yeah. So that 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 kid's never those two kids are never eating candy again. (laughs) No. No. They're they're going home and they're cramming down celery and everything else. Yes. Yeah. They're Uh, calories. I I love this, Andrew. This was I enjoyed this quite a lot. This is one of my favorite things I watched to on this. I gotta say, next to the Life with Louie episode so far, yeah, this was probably the best. I gave it an A. I also gave it an A. It, it, the, yeah. the acting was just—I understand it's goosebumps and it's a, and it's yeah, it's it's yeah. not good. It's, the acting's not good, but it's kids and yeah. So Johnny, this is <laughs> this what is, I, this I is have been both... waiting since yesterday to do this with you. We're both okay? so excited for this. So all of a sudden. And I'm pretty sure we're both watching this. Do you see the thing special presentation? Yeah. 
And I got excited, Andrew. I got really excited. I was, I was like, like oh, what's oh, this? Yeah, I was like, are we going to bring out some Garfield Halloween? What are we going to do? And then after I watched this, I said, oh, what was that? <laughs> yeah, and there's a guy with a pig mask going through what looks like a mansion. Like a creepy mansion. Yes, and he is trying to get this magic wand as this mansion, or as we come to find out, castle. It's talking to him. Saying, yeah, the hey, castle is a has uh, can speak. Yes. Uh, trying to steal this, and it did some little comedy shtick where you know it was beaten on the thing with like a sledgehammer, everything else. But then all of a sudden, the door just opens to the magic wand. Yeah, and it takes the magic wand, and that now, is we learn, and that leads us to what's the name of that show, Andrew? I just called it Mystery Castle at first, and then I had to listen. But it's Count de Clunes, de Clues, or de Clunes, yeah. supposed to be no. like de Clues, uh, Mystery Castle. That's right. Count de Clues, Mystery Castle. It's it's the Count himself. The castle's another character. But he also has, I guess, friends that help him out. You got like, uh, uh, all of them seem to fit this castle theme, except for, for some reason, there's like a, a 90s surfer guy. <laughs> yeah, the 90s surfer guy. Um, it's and, Matt Riddle in the nineties, <laughs> and just the plain Jane lady. Yeah. So, pretty much this episode is this pig stealing this wand, and Count the Clunes is like a. I don't even know how to put. It, it reminded me of a Snick show. I even put that on there. Yeah, it, it'd yeah. be on Nickelodeon. It should be on. It should be on Snick. So pretty much, there's the story. But then there's performers, like they have a bunch of magicians, they have a musical act. It was sort of like, and nowhere near as good, it's sort of like the Muppet show, in a way. Yes. Where they're putting on a show uh, within the show. Yes. And uh, one of the cool things is the scientist guy is played by, I know Johnny doesn't like it, but Trevor, if you're listening, you'll you'll might get a kick out of this. It's played by Mickey from Seinfeld. And Mickey is, <laughs> do you know who Mickey is? Or I've, I've seen that person before in other okay. stuff. So yeah. I was like, okay. And then there's a robot butler named Botler. Yeah. Who else? Is, and then the weird kind of like dorky guy. Yeah. Who was sort of um, Mickey's creation, I guess, in a way is what it seemed like to me. I did enjoy that joke where he was like putting him into the thing and he was like, Oh, I used to look like that. And it was like a picture of a normal guy. Yeah. There's a lot of like really fun gags in this, like a lot of almost airplane type jokes. Did you get the Ninja Turtle one? I sure did. Of course yep. I did. Or yeah. he was like, Last time I did this was with those, uh, something like Toxic Turtles or something like that. Yeah. Uh, one of the notes I have is when the first act on the show, I said, Did they say this guy's name was Kevin James? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, because... the the, cre- the creation of Mickey's character or Danny Woodburn, Professor Pixel is named Botch. That's kind of cool. I didn't I like think that. that because I was still baffled by what this was. Yeah, but yes, uh, yeah. <laughs> One of my notes literally says, "What is this show?" <laughs> Andrew, I will say this though: take the singing out because I hated the singing, but that hula hoop guy was freaking amazing. <laughs> I didn't like the hula hoop guy. I was like, come on, can we see something else? Did, did you see how good he was, though? Like, that's what I was throwing away. Like, he was crazy good. Hated the singing. Don't ever do the singing hula hoop guy. I didn't but get the hula it, hoops but... were sweet. 
I wanted more magic. I think if they were stuck, like kind of like what you said, even the hula hoop was better, better than the. I'm more of a bird guy, but I get it. So I think they should either, because I did like the punny jokes and everything else. Yes, there's a lot of really fun pun jokes, which you know mean you both are fans of. But I think you either go kind of all in on the skits or you go all in on the story. Yeah, I didn't see where. Like I didn't feel, but I, but I feel like the the acts that are on here, uh, were real. Like these were real people trying to do actual their actual acts, right? And instead of this being like the Muppets, for example, those were written skits that they were performing in front of people. Yeah, but this was not. I don't think the one that we we're not even talking about was these kids who danced, and the song they were dancing to. The lyrics were kind of suggestive. <laughs> Like one of them was something about loving somebody tonight, something like that. <laughs> so, because Count DeClune is played by Max, Max Marvin, Maven. I don't know. He's part of the Society of Magicians. But I, I get, oh, he was on Mork and Mindy. Eh. Oh, well. Now, Andrew, when yeah. you get to solve the case of who took the one, oh, they put God. up this graphic of all the characters that you've seen on a show yeah they're in different colors the main cast are one color and the guests on the show are another color and you could randomly like they tell you to start randomly at a certain color and i did that i swear to you i landed on because i followed him along because he was telling me this he was right i landed on the person they said i landed on that too and i put that on there the square game got me you got me too lol because (laughs) normally i'm like yep this is fake this is gonna work. This is good not gonna do. Where did you start? Like I started at the bottom left. I'm trying to remember. I wanted to ask you this because I was like, I need to remember. I started at the bottom, I want to say like next to the last one, if I'm thinking right. Okay. I have to see it again. I don't remember exactly what it looked like, but uh yeah, uh, we both ended up at the same spot though. I kind of think that it's set up where you're always going to end up there, would be my guess. Yeah, because I was looking at what it is. You could well, actually you could just watch this episode right on uh on Vimo. But and that's why I Vimo was like, exists. I need to find like to see if I think this was like the only episode, maybe, and that's why it was a special presentation to see that if it could go further. But like I said, if this was Saturday night, like snicks type stuff. Yeah, I probably would have been like, "This is great. This is pretty good." Yeah, I wouldn't have. The fact that it's on my Saturday morning lineup, not too happy. Uh, The acts were okay. I wish I could have got more of like the story, and I just gave it a C because I wanted a little bit more of like the story. I like nobody ever said why did he steal the wand. Yeah, and everybody seemed to be fine with it. Like the excuse yeah. they gave was he's a magician. <laughs> yeah, oh, he just needed a wand. And the he's a thief. <laughs> in his act was all based on a wand, so there was some type of foreshadowing. And yeah. like Johnny said his name was Kevin James, and when I heard that, I was thinking King of Queens. Yeah, so the King of Queens stole the wand. We all knew he was a thief. <laughs> uh, Paul Blart, mall thief. You know, uh, I also my grade on this grade. I guess a C. <laughs> I don't, you don't, it's so unique and not yes. supposed to be there. Now you look this up. Uh, is this the only episode of this ever? Or From what more? I can tell. 
this is the only episode. Like, because they act like this is a thing you should know. <laughs> no, like, I they give you no introduction to any of this stuff. They just throw you in it. I think it's because I know there's like that secret, like that society of magicians where they go. It's in like Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. And it's like yeah. a house like that. That's what I thought it was at first. So IMDB actually rated this 5.4 stars out of 10 for people that watched it. And that's five votes. Five people see this. Well, but, seven now, Andrew. <laughs> but you can't, I can't find any like episode list. You get cast and crew. I mean, the only person that I recognize is the, the Danny Woodburn from from Seinfeld. But I don't think this this last day, I think they were like, hey, we're going to put this on during Halloween. Let's see if it catches on. It's got some mystery to it. I wonder, mystery. is do you think this was this might have been like a, a local show to an area and they were like, let's just see how this does if we expand it a little bit? Maybe. But, but I, they don't give you they don't give you any sort of like I said. They just throw you in. Like you get no real introduction of what this show's supposed to be. I got the second the act, like the second that the magician appears and it starts doing his act, I was like, what am I watching? Yeah, like I understood, like they were talking about it, like saying, okay, we're gonna have different things. And I was like, okay, so maybe we'll see one. But no, they like pump it out where so it does show up like there's this thing that says blast from the past but it's got a bunch of shows that i've heard before yeah see i never remotely had heard of this i don't remember this at all so did this was at this part of this because it was three separate areas it was oakland providence and louisville yeah so do you think this maybe was only louisville that's what i'm thinking right it's only that's the only thing that makes any sort of sense to me and they got it mostly under a movie like right here, it's under movie database because it's a one-off thing, right? Uh, but it but it doesn't feel like a movie at all. It's shot like it's a sh- a series. And it could. How many times are you going to steal the wand? Is that going to be the concept of? Yeah, one. It says videos one. And is that going to be the concept for every episode? Just somebody steals the wand, and you got to figure out what. Or somebody steals a different item in that in the castle, right? And you got to figure out who did it. That's I guess I don't know. Like, I have no idea, but yeah, uh, we're on the same page. Like, what what did we watch? All right, Andrew. Out of all these shows, what was your favorite? Life of Louis. All right, mine was Goosebumps. That was mine, my favorite of these. I would almost put it at a tie. If <laughs> once again, I am nitpicking a children's show, but if the acting was better on Goosebumps, yeah, I think I was just prepared for it, so that didn't bother me as much. <laughs> yeah. Thank um, you. If the acting was a little bit better. Yeah, so that was, uh, we did it. Uh, I highly recommend, at the very least, if you listen to this, and Andrew puts this uh, this up on the Facebook page, <clears throat> at the very least, fast forward to the last 20 minutes of this and see what you're seeing and let us know what you think of it. So the, the voice of the castle, I had to look it up because the guy looked familiar. Have you ever seen Empty Nest? Oh, a long, long time ago. Or he was also on Golden Girls. 
Charlie. Well, I do know Golden Girls. Yeah. Charlie, the neighbor on Empty Nest. That's who did the voice of the castle? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That womanizing man. <laughs> the castle. So your MVP is Life with Louie and mine's Goosebumps. Yeah. I would. I I liked Life with Louie. I don't know. I think I think the mother did it for me. She was out of all these. She was like the nicest, most reasonable character out of all the things we watched. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. Well, uh, except for maybe I would throw in Bobby's mom's pretty overall reasonable, but. She still yeah. feels very charactery, yeah. Compared to Louis's mom, yeah. But that is our uh, Halloween weekend lineup. Like I said, I will leave the link down below, and you can check that out. Like Johnny said, or just look up Count Clues, <laughs> the Clues Mystery Castle, and check that out. Tell us what you think, because it'd be interesting. I wish there was more episodes because I would make, I would say, Johnny, we are doing a whole, a whole episode <laughs> yeah. on, count the clue, yeah. on count the clues, mystery castle. Now, when I, when I message you after I watched this all, like I was hoping I wasn't going to, I was, go, I wasn't going to just come out and say, uh, did you see the last thing? Cause I didn't want to spoil it. But the first thing you responded to me was, did you watch, we got to talk about that last show. <laughs> I just, the minute I ended watching it, and that was the one show, even though it graded so low, probably because it was something I haven't seen before. Yeah. Where I was like into it. It is, it is really rare. Well, me and you both graded this show low, but I find it the most fascinating out of all the things that was on here. I think because it was the newest thing. And I felt like there was things that I could, like I said, like, improve. and the fact that you didn't find so much just really adds to the mystery of this mystery castle. It's, yeah. It's count the clues. Yeah, there's one episode of this whole entire thing. Like I said, if it was on if it was on Nickelodeon, like late night Nickelodeon, be a million times. It there. does feel like it's a it's a Nickelodeon uh evening Halloween special is kind of what it feels like. Yes. Or it should be on like right before Are You Afraid of the Dark? Agre that's what, what I was about to say. Yeah. Which we have listed on here as well. Yeah, for up and coming episode. So stay tuned for that one, and uh, check us out on our various social medias: Facebook, YouTube, workshop. Join our Patreon, where as I just do let's plays and everything else. I do not release them the minute I done editing them. I kind of space them out. But you, as a Patreon supporter, can check that out right away, way before it even hits YouTube. So check out Patreon as well. And with that being said, good morning, good afternoon, and good night.